0: Doing interviews with thought leaders, speakers, the folks that run the show. And right now, Dr. Harry Kahneman is here. Thanks for coming. My pleasure. Thanks You're a for having me. Safe fellow. Safe fellow. Second Safe fellow of the day. Wow. Um, and you just finished your talk a few moments ago. Yes. And regulatory compliance. to look at the title. Well, that's not that sexy. <laughs> I'm going to give the title as it's written down When Worlds Collide, Dang. Regulatory Compliance Meets Lean Agile Development. So, there's a lot of questions I have about this. In, in all the classes that I teach, which are Scrum classes, not mm-hmm. Safe classes, but I get this a lot, we have all these compliance things, we can't do Agile. Mm-hmm. It does add some complication. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But how do you recommend people go about trying to solve these problems?
1: What, what adding compliance in? Yeah. Yeah, so as we talk about it in the, uh, in the presentation as well in classes is that um, compliance should just be activities we do as part of regular flow. Okay. Right, so you have stories you do in Agile, or right. maybe if you're scaling it to safe like features, you know, at a higher level in increments, and do those right. things in increments. So your story really isn't done just because you built the feature. Okay. Right? In the compliance world, I can't just ship my medical device because it has all the features of the medical device. I have to have compliance information, objective evidence, yeah. and specifications of tests. So we have to be building not only the features as we go, right. but the compliance activities as we go. Okay. And historically, in a compliance world, we make those things very large batches, right? We do right. all the verification validation at the end. We do a big requirement specification up front. Right. And what we advocate is all of it is done continuously. The specifications are built continuously with the system along with the verification validation type activities.
0: So it sounds like, at a simple level, just including them in your definition of done I mean, would be the thing to do, but is that enough? Uh,
1: is well, it? that's one piece. Okay. One piece is you know, you're know you not done with your story until you have made sure you've done all your requirements t- traceability. Right. You know, maybe you've done some automated testing, built, built that in. But definition is one piece. The other part of compliance, though, is automating some things. We okay. talked about that in the presentation uh, we just got done with. So um, instead of, for example, compliance folks like PCI, for example, okay. instead of handing a check sheet to make sure, hey, let's have let's stop flow of our, our teams and right. have this big two hour meeting to make sure you the you've addressed the all our security meeting, right. concerns, let's build those security concerns into our, our automated testing environment.
0: So they test your a test-driven thing? Or are you? Yeah, absolutely. Okay.
1: Yeah. So where we can build that into our automated test infrastructure, we do that, and it builds a more safe environment for okay. developers, not just that so we're testing functionality, but we're also testing the compliance concerns as well.
0: What if you have multiple teams who are working, and they're all doing that along the way, but mm-hmm. you still have this integration point at the end, and then additional... Compliance stuff before you ship. Is that something that happens? Yeah, so or?
1: so there are some things, like there may be sign-offs and, right. and whatnot, and there will there will be some things we have to defer. Just because of batch size, I don't. I don't, for example, have my my regulatory customer here to sign off yeah. every sprint. Okay. Um, we we don't really want to wait till the end of that. We want faster feedback. So in Safe, we have a larger cadence than just a sprint. We've right. got an increment. Right. So we could probably rely on that customer to commit our increment. So every two okay. to three months, come on in and and literally sign off on the features we built for you. Okay. That way, we're taking what was a big batch thing, a big risky thing at the end that they're going to sign off on all those features and yeah. getting faster feedback on it.
0: Okay. When when you work with new clients who are are moving into a scaled way of working to save or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and they have a lot of regulatory or compliance concerns. Are there common mistakes that they make along the way? Are things that they just don't think about, or questions you wish they would ask?
1: Yeah. So one of the biggest mistakes is that they, they assume that the regulatory the regulations themselves dictate their procedures and practices. Okay. What I mean by that is that oh, we we can't do we, we can't sign off early because the regulations don't allow us to do that. Well, really it's their own what we call a quality management system. Right. It's their rules, regulations, practices, and procedures that are an interpretation of the regulations. Okay. If you go back to regulation agencies, FDA and whatnot, they're really just saying, tell us how you're gonna build the system and then just have objective evidence that you did what you told us you're gonna do. Okay. So a lot of there's a lot of myth and lore out there about hey, you can't touch those compliance regulations right. when in fact and that's why we want to bring the the security and the safety those types of folks po- folks in with the teams. Okay. We want to con- we, right? really that that quality management system is also agile. Okay. Right, it should have feedback into how is it stopping flow and restricting teams from developing, and then maybe there's new ways that we can meet the same reg- regulation goals, okay. but do different activities.
0: So, do you think it's a question like a, a mindset thing where instead of saying we can't because of them, but how can we how can we get around this thing and not be in trouble? Like, what are the ways in the same way that if you're doing an agile pilot in a company that has annual accounting. Mm-hmm. And we can't do quarterly planning because we only do it annually. Well, I can go figure out how to get that money yep. for a quarter, and then when I deliver every two weeks, whatever, you're gonna give me more money when we're done.
1: Sure, it's the exact same mindset, like okay. you said. it's it's. We gotta teach the, the, the teams don't intend to violate regulate regulations, yeah. right? When they get wake up in the morning, I'm hey, gonna build some software that's gonna screw everything up. They don't they don't have that mindset. Yeah. But they don't know any better. So a couple ways we can bring those regulatory folks in side by side with the teams and say, hey, this this review process is slowing you down and delaying you not meeting your deadlines, not yeah. meeting your, your sprint goals. Well, maybe we'll negotiate another way that you can meet that same regulation using different practices. Okay. Right? So it's just getting people... It's an agile practice, right? Let's keep people face-to-face to to find out the best solution to meet the goal.
0: Okay. Does it get... When you're scaling up to larger and larger teams, does that make it that much harder? I mean, it seems like... um, a simple thing that people are thinking is a big thing, yeah. but it doesn't have to be, is that?
1: Yeah, and I, I talked about it at the team level. Typically it's, it's used at a larger level, some kind yeah. of program or solution space. So they, we like to have the team say you kind of own your definition of done, you know, right. you're trying to adapt your own quality practices. Well, at a more of an organization or program level, right. we we may recognize that hey, there's certain things we're doing for compliance reasons. Yeah. So we're, we're we're kind of mandating those as part of definition of done. Now, granted, we at, in the scale out framework don't keep me to go back to that, but we have a, a retrospective every increment. So the teams might get together and say, hey, this one activity in compliance is really slowing us down. Let's go explore that. Let's go let, okay. attack that aggressively. Kind of spike or something. And, to figure out yeah, and we want, we want the safety person in here to have that conversation with us. This is how we're slowing down. Okay. can, can Give us guidance, right? You have, and that really teaches the team, of, they learn more about really what the true regulation is. Yeah. Right, not just that, hey, these are the procedures we follow blindly. Let's understand the regulation and together they come up with a better way of working together.
0: So in the same way that uh, feeling comfortable at questioning why are we actually doing this documentation, finding out why we 're following this thing yep. and What's the what do we actually have to do? Not what do you what does this person say we've always done?
1: Absolutely, yeah. Why do we have to have requirements? Well, we need requirements for traceability. Specification is actually in the FDA spec. And okay, well, what's the minimum thing we can provide that, that meets that? Yeah, right? And and always kind of challenging. Always asking why, right? The five whys things. Why are we doing this? Why yeah. are we doing this? We want to have that mentality even at the in the compliance activities.
0: It's really cool because it seems to me like. A lot of people, I mean, I was looking at your talk, I'm like, that sounds kind of scary. But <laughs> it's, it's, from talking to you, it sounds like it's really one of those invisible walls that we put up for ourselves. Right? You just Absolutely. take it down and work around it. And,
1: and in our industry, we work a lot in aerospace, defense, automotive folks, it's, it's one of the challenges you can't do of adopting agile. 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 Yeah, sure. we <laughs> don't, tell, don't tell them about it spiritually, because they're doing it. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and automotive is a great example. Every six weeks in automotive, they're building the entire vehicle platform. Wow. And they'll be—they will actually be writing software, firmware, FPGA code that gets put on cars that drives around the streets of Detroit, and it had better meet compliance regulations yeah. or they're in trouble. And they do that by building compliance in into automation. Cool. Yeah, they do that today.
0: All right. So, and the organization you work for is Three Two One Gang. Three Two One Gang. Okay. And if folks want to get in touch with you to find out more about. The work that you're doing here what's the best way to do it
1: harriet321gang.com that's Send pretty email. easy all right yep.
0: cool thanks for coming by my pleasure enjoy the rest me. of the conference Appreciate and it. that's it you're the last one awesome all week long we've been doing them thank you all for